go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What was Mother Teresa's favorite food? Mm, what? World peas. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right, another Bobby Bone Show draft. Let's roll the dice for the first pick. Here we go. The number is zero. Ray, you have the overall first pick. Yeah! All right, so we'll each draft three things. The team with the most votes wins. Let's draft. Ray, the category is things from the 2000s. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. I used it all the time when I was in high school. Give me LimeWire. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, because I'm going to go Napster. That was the first. That was the... Napster was so much bigger. Yeah, LimeWire was only created after Napster was shut down, and it was... Well, I had it too, but it stunk, and you would get in trouble. (laughs) got a bunch of viruses. Okay, so Ray goes LimeWire. I go Napster. That's like... If we said, hey, what's a good cereal with honey? And Ray goes, mm, honey bones, the, the, <laughs> the secondary cereal that's like honeycombs. And I go, but I'm going to pick honeycombs. Unreal. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I've, I've Did you think, Ray? Well, I mean, we both picked the same thing. Yeah. Out of all things in the 90s, that's pretty crazy that both our minds thought that. Crazy. Um, Amy, your pick. iPhone. Dang it. That was from the 90s? Or from yeah. the 2000s? Yeah. Yes. That's good, Amy. Oh, my gosh. Well, Amy that, won. Yeah, I was is. hoping that was sliding through. <laughs> that's a good one. Ray triggered me with LimeWire. <laughs> he baited you. He did. Lunchbox. Facebook. Good. Morgan. I'm going with Holly Pockets. I grew up playing with those. No idea what it is, but. Me either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now we go backward. Morgan, since you went last in the first round, you get to go first in the second round. Yeah, and you know I'm a huge nerd, and I have to choose these. I'm doing the Harry Potter movies. Wow, this this category is so wide open. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Lunchbox. Guys, this was the biggest show in the world. This is American Idol. Oh, oh true. Still on now though. So but I it, think, but it was that's when it was at its peak. Simon, with Kelly Clarkson, Simon, Paula, Randy. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. OG. Amy. Uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. I'm gonna go. Blockbuster video. Ooh. When did that start? Who knows, Amy? I just wrote it down and I like it. And I'm committed to it. I feel like we had Blockbuster hey, Amy, in the 90s. I'm, oh, yeah, we did in the 90s. Yeah, we probably died in the 2000s. Yeah, but I'm oh, committed to okay. it. Yeah. So we're celebrating its death. Okay. We're, we're ce- Actually, the one that the was The legacy of Blockbuster. Okay. Ray? It came in so hot and it was so popular and I wore it. It was Affliction. <laughs> oh, boy. He has a lime wire and a flick. He's out next week. <laughs> Eddie, are you playing? No, 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 I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. That was good. And why aren't you playing Eddie? Because I was bad last time. Yeah. Okay, so, Raymundo, what, so far, what is on yours? Lime wire and affliction. Okay, you have the first pick in the third round. What are you going to add to that? Going music again, burning CDs. That was definitely a oh, thing. Oh, that was such a thing. You buy blank CDs, and you download them from Napster. <laughs> you download your music illegally, and <laughs> then you it. burn CDs illegally. Make uh, we were so rebels. Awesome mix. Okay. I have Blockbuster 
and I have Napster. I feel like you have to go with your favorite thing that you use. It's like one of your favorite things. I know. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I know what I'm thinking. Okay. And I don't want to share what I'm battling between because you guys might take it. But I'm going to go... His favorite thing. It's, oh, I got it's it. It's like your thing. I'm going to go with The Office. Okay. Well, that works, too. The TV show The Office. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. Rascal Flatts? Twitter. Oh. Oh. Oh, Twitter's still so current, I don't really... Okay, true. Yeah. Just when it started. Yeah, I get it. 2006, I think. All right. I like the death of things like blockbusters. <laughs> Amy? Okay, well, I'm going to go with early, early 2000s, I think it was, when... The Bobby Bones Morning Show started. Okay. That's right. I mean, I know it's still a thing now, but... <laughs> so you're just going to put the Bobby Bones Show? That's when it started, yes. Well, I'm hoping this one isn't about the death of... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah. Okay. Lunchbox? Man, well, this person got their start in the 2000s. Biggest thing on this planet. Give me Taylor Swift. Wow, uh, that's good. Wow. She was almost as good then, as the iPhone. She wasn't as big then as hey, now. But, hey, her and Tim McGraw, that's how we got. How they got started. That her song. and Tim McGraw? No, no her song, Tim okay. McGraw. She sang about him. Yes, that was what her song. between yeah, them? That's when, boom, boy, that's who Taylor Swift is. I have so many on my list Me that too. we didn't choose, and I'm, like, stuck because they're all good. Because like, you want to go Frosted Tips, right? Me too. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I mean, like, Cartoon Network. Scholastic book fairs, AOL Instant Messenger. There's so many. There was Crocs and Uggs at this but, time. Like, just let, let her go. Let her go. Amy. Okay. Listen, I had different two thousands than you guys belt. did. She has, yeah, she got the belt. She's younger well, than I us. thought. Like the it would have to have started in that year. The These all like, no, it can just exist. Okay, like I when they were big in that in that time period. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? I love her, and she was she blew up during this time. I'm going Britney Spears. Okay, there you have it. I did have Justin and Britney together as one of mine. Ooh, yes. that's good. That was '98 through 2002, so it kind of, but still, they were there for a couple years. Okay, let me read the lists here. Ray has LimeWire, Affliction, and Burning CDs. Yeah! I mean, <laughs> nothing says Raymundo more than the category of things he just picked. I have Napster, Blockbuster, and The Office. Amy has iPhone, Breaking, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad, and The Bobby Bone Show. Lunchbox has Facebook, American Idol, and Taylor Swift. And Morgan has Polly Pocket, Harry Potter movies, and Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Okay, don't vote for the first round pick, because it's easy, because whoever gets the first pick overall, except this time, is going to have <laughs> the best pick. Vote for the whole team. Look at second round, third round. It's up at bobbybones.com. Things that I had listed that I didn't pick. TRL, which was massive back in the day. Circuit City. Doesn't exist anymore. Nope. But it was pretty cool back then. Razors or Blackberries. Like the phones. Oh, yeah. Those were cool. Oh, I remember when my work before I had this job gave me a Blackberry, and I thought I was the coolest person. Work gave you a Blackberry? Yeah. When you were selling granite? Yeah. Sales. I need to check my emails. <laughs> I thought it was like, stuff. so cool. Uh, Punked, the TV show. Um, Puka Shell Necklaces, which I thought Ray oh. was in the, the running to really pick that. Uggs. I had that. The Mall. I mean, yeah. I think The Mall's making a comeback, though, if I'm being honest. 
I haven't been in a while. I don't know. I like to go have me an Orange Julius, hang out. <laughs> you do? Nah. <laughs> So they're called Spirit Music Group. They've purchased most of Jason Aldean's music catalog for $100 million. That's so much money. We were talking about Jason earlier because Eddie saw him at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention this to him, or he didn't mention it to me when I saw him. You guys didn't have a conversation on his his new 100 mil? Like, maybe he was there celebrating that he sold. (laughs) That's how they celebrate. Hit up the Chuck. (laughs) So it came out late last week. And so usually these are songwriting deals, like you buy someone's publishing. But Jason doesn't really write his own songs. But his songs are so popular that just his recorded version of it, like his vocal, is making that kind of money. So 100 million bucks. So if you were going to buy one of Jason Aldean's songs, what song would you buy? Okay? So someone says, I'm going to buy you a song for Christmas. Here's your Aldean catalog. What do you want? Amy? Well, this song, it's one that made me feel kind of awkward in the beginning when he first put it out. It it just you'll you'll hear, and then I just fell in love with it, and it's awesome. I feel like some of his other songs I can maybe get somewhere else from another artist. So I'm gonna go burning it down. Yeah, it's sensual, Jason, and that does feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once sensual. you get past that, it's a jam. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, sensual because part of it's like. Hanging in my underwear. <laughs> naked in my bed. Oh, that's what it is. Naked. Yeah. And they took that I'm out. Some stations took that out. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it was naked in my bed and they changed it to like hanging in my bed. Or now, something. is he saying like you're naked in my bed or I'm naked I- in your bed? No. I picture him naked and I wish I would. I do too. Dude. But I picture. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, na- I picture well, him naked. I, I wasn't picturing him naked, but now I am. Everybody take a second. No. No, picture no, 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 Aldine no. naked. Okay, next song. Who's next? Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> Who's next? Eddie, Jason Aldean's song, you get to buy one. What is it? Okay, well, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy about all the fire stuff and the da da da. I love the big green tractor. So old, Jam. old Aldean. Yes, old Aldean. Before he turned into party rock, Aldean. Yeah. Got it. I like slow Aldean. I know you guys aren't. I love anything emo and slow. So I'm going to buy. With Kelly Clarkson, don't you want to stay? Don't you want to stay here a little while? Don't you want to hold each other tight? Don't you want to fall asleep with me tonight? Don't you that song should be played more like, because in radio stations have something called like Golds, which are older songs that they still sprinkle into new music. I never hear that song. That's a good one. It's good. Yeah. Lunchbox, what you gonna buy? Oh, guys, this is the best song he's ever put out. So much fun. Hick Town, come on. We got the gas and get wild. Yeah, but that's the way we get there. Of all of our songs, which one do you think cost the most? Hick Town. I oh, think Big Green, Big Green Tractor. Tractor. Probably. Because it's like classic. But I got it for free. It's a gift, right? For Christmas. Yes, the Aldine family gifted you that. <laughs> Thank goodness. You opened up an email and you. <laughs> Like, you click the link, and then you claimed it. Good. So now you own it. Because I'm not paying top dollar for it. So nice job. Thank you. Uh, congratulations, Jason Aldean, on another $100 million. <laughs> Oh, man. He, he needed it. Have you seen his house? He's he, struggling. He just yeah. bought the Chuck E. Cheese. He just, right. <laughs> all right. That's we're what get- he was doing there, closing well, on the deal. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Brooks and Dunn announced the Reboot 2022 tour. It's their first return to arenas in over a decade. There will be several special guests joining them on various dates. A few of them include John Party, Walker Hayes, Jordan Davis, Gabby Barrett, and Riley Green. 
Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. local time. Fans are wondering who is going to be the new member of Runaway June after Naomi Cook announced she's leaving the band. The social media account for Runaway June shared a teaser with three pairs of feet, noting that they're announcing a new member soon. Thomas Rhett is thankful for his family's support during his career. My family has done a great job at allowing me to continue to work and just continuing to, you know, to play shows and 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 uh, and and allow allow myself to put smiles on people's faces on a Friday night. And so um, that's what I plan to keep doing. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a newly engaged couple from Texas, Paulina and Devin, and they're vacationing in Breckenridge, Colorado, playing in the snow, and then Paulina looks down and says, oh my goodness, I've lost my engagement ring. They look for hours in the snow, cannot find it. So it's time to head back, and they say, you know what, before we leave Colorado, let's go to the local TV station and tell them that we've lost this, and we'd like to put up a reward for, if anyone finds it, they get $500. That's good thinking to the TV station. Yeah, Yeah. so a few weeks later, a guy with a metal detector, he sees the news story, and he finds the ring. So the reporter Skypes with uh, Paulina and Devin. He says, all right, guys, uh, we're live on TV right now. uh, once again, will you, Paulina, will you tell me what the ring looks like? And she starts explaining. He says, well, does it look like this? <laughs> <laughs> and then shows her the ring. She gets excited. The metal detector guy gets $500. They all win. Everyone's awesome. happy. Amy, help me. How do you, how does a ring come off your hand? It just seems like any ring well, that my wife has right. wouldn't just come off throwing snowballs. Yeah, because I too have lost my ring in the snow. And I think why is because in the winter months, your fingers shrink. Mm. When it's hot out, they expand. When it's really cold, if you're around snow, they shrink and your ring is more likely to fall off like mine did. I didn't put out a reward, but I did get a metal detector and waited for the snow to thaw. So I'm hearing that women have shrinkage too. And you know what? <laughs> I, like, I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, good story, Eddie. That <laughs> is what you. it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's catch up with the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Shaquille O'Neal buys a family two new cars and tips a waitress $1,000. Shaq does a lot of good out there in the world, and I I bring this up mostly because I don't know why, but Lunchbox has a one-sided feud with Shaq. Shaq does not know about this feud, but Lunchbox thinks it's so annoying when Shaq does good things for people. I'm going to let you state your piece, Lunchbox, but I'm going to read the story first because I know you're itching to talk. (laughs) Okay. He even sent this... Mike sent this to me, but Lunchbox sent this to me last night too, going, this is so stupid. <laughs> it was sent from two, Mike going, hey, this is really cool, Shaq did this. And then I get another email from Lunchbox going, did you see this? This is so stupid. Okay, here we go. Shaq took a family out for dinner, and when he heard their car was not working properly, he took them to a Mercedes dealership and <laughs> bought Dang. them a new wow. vehicle. <laughs> Carissa Collins has nine children, currently expecting her 10th. She wrote, I have no words right now. Today, Shaq blessed us. Like never before. Last night, we had a surprise visit from Shaq. He took us to dinner as a family. It was so much fun to hang out and eat dinner with him. He started the day off by taking us to the Mercedes-Benz dealership to get us a new family 15-passenger van. Then after the deal was done, Shaq took him to dinner. He paid for the meal, tipped the waitress 1000 bucks. after finding out her car broke down. As Shaquille took him to their vehicle, he noticed the husband's truck's air conditioning and heating systems were not working, so he took him to the Ford dealership and bought him a truck. <laughs> That story's from AutoEvolution.com. Auto, auto, auto now, let's not raise our voice or, or, or present 
really. No, I never do raise my voice. So what what is your problem with this? Here's the thing. It's just all about, oh, it's, oh, spontaneous Shaq just shows up and does these things. Come on. He shows up. He just randomly shows up at their house, says, hey, I hear you're having car problems. Let me take you. I mean, come on. Like, it is so annoying. And then he goes out to dinner. Why didn't he buy the waitress a new car? If he's so good, the waitress car's broke down. Why doesn't she get a new car? Oh, because she doesn't have nine kids. Doesn't look as cool, huh? Just annoying. And then why didn't he buy the, oh, the husband's truck. He just found out about it on the way home that it was bad, so let's stop. Okay. Come on. Uh, I'll I'll reply to that. It's all about, look at me, Shaq. I did something good. Here's a response to that. Is that, one, even if Shaq was told there's a struggling family here, and he's like, you know, I'd like to go do something for him. Let's go. Like, someone tipped Shaq off, which I'm sure he did. They're like, hey, this family, somehow I got to him. And he's like, hey, I'll go do that. So he goes and he does it. Even if he's doing it to look good, him looking good doesn't cost anybody anything, but it helps a family, the kids, the husband, the waitress. Nobody lost in the story. Even if Shaq is just getting some shine for no other reason than doing good, if he's like, you know, I need my name in the news today, even if that's what he said, which I don't think that's what it is, but even if that's what it was, still nobody lost. The family still benefited Somebody who needed got, and nothing was lost. And so there is nothing wrong with the story. And you going, Shaq just wants attention. You have tried so much to do things just to get attention, even doing nice things. That's you what want- I'm saying. Wait, so, so why? The difference? So, so why is it so cool that Shaq does it, but when I do it, it's- One, he's famous. Very Two, famous. he bought people, he bought families, cars. You went into a sub shop <laughs> and yelled, I'm buying everybody subs, recorded it, and tried to get on the news purposefully. Yeah. And nothing. Right. I, think I mean, I barely even got to thank you from the people in the restaurant. I think that's where your anger comes from. Not at Shaq, is that you just haven't been highlighted in a way that you think you should have it's been. It's just Shaq acts like he does these things spontaneous. Like the last one, he was, oh, some guy was there to buy a ring for his wife and he was paying it off. And ra- Maybe Shaq, that was spontaneous. No, there's no way. You don't know that for sure. Yes, Amy. I just, I mean, I just. And I don't care if it was or not. I don't get, like, I think he just is very jealous of Shaq's attention, anybody's attention, whether it's Abby, phone screener Abby, or someone super famous like Shaq. He just doesn't like Don't compare Abby to Shaq. (laughs) 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 All right, second story. Results of a recent study found reading five books a week to your children exposes them to about 1.4 million words by kindergarten than those children who did not have books read to them. So they say, read to your kid every single night. It is vital. Amy, did you read to your kids? Well, in the early years, so I didn't get my kids till they were seven and ten. But yes, we started reading, and we but still. But their read. English wasn't mm-hmm. great, right? So I feel like it's not exactly seven and ten, at least with their English vocabulary, right? I know, but I think it was like if you do that, then when they enter kindergarten, they'll have all this like a better understanding of words and stuff. And unfortunately, they weren't read to those years, but we try to make up for it now. And I tell you, lately, my son's been wanting to read through Genesis. I'm not going to lie. I'm on some chapters where we're doing like all the descendants of whoever. And it's just like basically a whole chapter of names. Mm-hmm. And da-da-da-da is the dad of da-da-da and have the son of da-da-da. And I've like skipped over like half of it. He doesn't even notice. Yeah. Because I can't. I but can't yeah. either. When, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Because then you try to picture it. And the tree gets a... And then yeah, the, no. na- the, the names The names I can't even. Yeah. And like he does... It's not like it's not getting anywhere. So anyway, we're reading. But right now we're doing some skipping. <laughs> Eddie, your kids... I did it once about two years ago, 
And you they, read to your kids yeah, once. I did. It was like a bedtime reading. Once. Once. And they still talk about it. Like, man, remember that time, then Dad? Why read? not do it more? I just forget. My wife does it. I she just, does? Yeah. She does it all the time. I just forget to do it. Got it. Okay. Eddie goes, I did it once two man, years ago. They're still like, man, remember when Dad was reading to us that oh, night? That I, was cool. I tried to look up to make sure I got the name right. I'm reading to my daughter right now the face on the milk carton. I don't think I was read to. Mystery. But I do know that my grandmother taught me how to play cards, which was a lot of math. So that's why you're good at math? Oh, yeah. Which, she taught me to gamble when I was four, four or five. So that really helped me in school with math. That reflects on your DraftKings balance. I'm talking about, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me, was her showing me how to gamble and play cards, because I was doing numbers, and when I started playing poker, I was doing percentages and pot odds. And Wow. Yeah. Um, this is something Morgan mentioned in the skinny on Friday's show, but I wanted to kind of bring it up again. Runaway June, it is a band, a, a three-piece band. You may know them from this song right here. So the lead singer announced she's quitting the group to start a solo career, which is very good for her. I mean, you feel like the band was just starting to make it, then she's kind of bowing out. And so from what I know, Runaway June is continuing on. I know there are two of them in the group now. But I think they're going to – I don't know what they're going to do. If they're going to add another, if they're going to be Runaway June. But I don't really think they take a step back. I mean, they – Naomi was the lead singer. But Natalie Stovall, who's in the group, is just as good of a singer. She's really good. So I don't know that there's a real loss there other than you just kind of have to reset who you are again. But it's always interesting when someone goes solo. You know, the Florida Georgia Line guys, they said, hey, we're done. They were smart enough not to go, we break up. They go, we're taking a break. Because they got too many businesses going. <laughs> right. They got a bar down there on Broadway. But, you know, they got into a big beef. And then they said, oh, we, we love each other. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going we're to take a break. That, that happens. A group dynamic is extremely tough. Any relationship is extremely tough. And then when you start getting rich, holy cow. Yeah. Complicated. That's why Eddie and Lunchbox can't get along anymore. That's right. All that money got in the way. <laughs> I was watching a video of a kid play basketball in high school. Uh, He's from Virginia. His name's Evan Randall. He shoots a three-pointer, and before it goes in, he does a backflip on the court. Whoa. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's amazing. It's awesome, and he makes it. He he banked it in, but still, it went in. That's so cool. Shoots, does a backflip on the court. There's 20 seconds left in the game. I mean, here's the clip of the announcers when it happened. Stewart coming off a three. Thought he was going to step up and shoot another one, but he will not with a hand in his face. That's a volleyball line. Did he just do a backflip? I think he did. He just shot the three, banked it in, and did a backflip. <laughs> look at, look at Alexander. <laughs> Alexander's even giving them a standing O. Did we get crazy. that on film? It was awesome. <laughs> ESPN cool. put it on. I thought maybe the refs were like, Called tech or something, because but I guess doing a backflip's not illegal on the court. Dude, he did a back a backflip while the ball was still that's in the what, air. That's what I said. As soon as he shot it, he didn't do it after he made it. <laughs> he did it while it was in the air. That's so cool. That's from WTKR. Amy, what's well, your crowning moment from high school? I think this is just something that would be in my head, maybe not others, but I was on this committee called Hall of Honor and like a bunch of alumni from Austin High would come back and the gym was filled with people, you know, current students and previous past students. And I was tapped to give a speech and it was my first time ever 
doing public speaking in front of a group and I was very nervous, but I did it. And so I think that was a time when I realized like, oh, I can do this. And my chemistry teacher was in charge of the club and she didn't think very highly of me, but she was so proud of me after I did it that it really left me with like this good feeling. So that's what I'll never forget. I know what lunchboxes are going to be. Of course, we yes. all do. But let's hear it. Oh, we can say it together. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I have so many, but I guess the one I would pick is it was 1999. It was prom night, and oh, we're God. all there gathered at this nice hotel, dressed up in our tuxes and nice dresses, and they said prom king, Anderson High School class of 99 is... And they called my name, and I was crowned. I walked up on stage. They had the music playing, and they stuck the crown on my head, and they said, you are the prom king, and you can brag about it for the rest of your life. They said that? No, but, but in my that. head, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is what they were saying. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. And you tell us about that probably once a month still. At least, mm-hmm. because not a lot of people get crowned prom king, only one a year. Do you think that's in your top five life moments? Yep. Oh, <laughs> top three life moments? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, not including fr- the three. I'm, He's got three kids. I know. I'm afraid to ask if it's a top life oh, moment. Oh, boy. Is being named prom king your top life moment? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you know how incre- you watch it. Like, what's the big thing when you watch a movie out of Hollywood? Is the prom king out of or Hollywood? True. Is being crowned prom like king or queen it is. out of Hollywood? Yes, yeah. and like, He's I did not it. Wrong. I am not wrong. They make movies <laughs> oh about it. Gosh. That's how big a deal it is. It is. And did you know that you would win? I had. I didn't know because they said you could only win one award, and I already won class clown. And so I was like, ah, oh, I can't win another one. But boom, what up? Clown when too? you went back to your high school reunion, did they remember you as prom king? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When I checked in, all prom kings here. They chant prom king. Recrown you? I thought about wearing my crown to the reunions, but I didn't take it. But I did. Eddie, what's your crowning I moment mean, from high school? Really? You want me to follow that? I know. I mean, again, I whatever know. I'm going to say is not as good, as good as that. But I did my senior year of high school. I made a homemade helmet that looked just like our football team's helmet. It was gold. It had a Mustang on both sides, and I wore it everywhere pep rallies to all the games, and everyone was like, oh, that's the dude with the helmet. So when I graduated, I passed it on to the next, it was a junior, I forget his name, I gave it to him, so this is your helmet now. And I think, I don't know for sure, but they may still be doing the helmet oh, to stop. this day. There is no so chance. At his helmet. high school, there's a Scuba, helmet. we got to find out if they're still doing the helmet. Oh there's God. no chance. I hope they are. I know for sure oh it God. went back two generations. Other you mean than that, two classes, two not classes. two generations. <laughs> two that would classes. Be like- a lot. So for me, it, high school, because I went to such a small school, was 7th through 12th grade. And I think for most folks, though, it was 10th, 11th, 12th? 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th? Um, but it was, pro- and, and it's kind of a cop-out to do 7th grade, but it happened every year. In 7th grade, I was named the captain of our 12th grade quiz bowl team. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> that's, was, your, that's your brag? Yeah. <laughs> I was in 7th grade. I was like 12 and I was facing Bird off. Alert. I was facing off against seventeen-year-olds. No, that's cool. In quiz bowl, and so and I was captain every year until I graduated. But when I was a senior, nobody really cared that I used to be Wonder Kid. <laughs> oh man, it was a. I'd roll up. I was by far the youngest and smallest. Seventh, eighth grader, they were like, "There's the kid. There's the kid." 
It's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, you guys couldn't sound dorkier. I gave a speech. I was the captain well, of the we Quiz team. I, I wasn't voted oh, prom queen. We, we, we don't have that. Bobby cool wasn't prom king. Yeah, we we're not. Like, I literally, when you started this segment, I texted my best friend from high school real quick, and I'm like, what's something from high school I can be proud of? Because I was like, What about when your mom had to come walk you to class every day because you were late? <laughs> <laughs> when your mom showed up. Yeah. yeah. My friend didn't bring that one up. She did say, you graduated with a high level of ADHD. And oh. she said, she also said, you also overcame some boyfriend adversity. There you go. Remember when, remember when your boyfriend? Oh. Uh, That's what she's talking about. Scribbled in the the word whore, but misspelled it. He didn't scribble car. it in. He keyed my keyed car. it in her car. Oh, yeah, and he spelled H O R E. What hey, an ex-boyfriend. Idiot. I had broken up with him. <laughs> what an idiot. And she said, she also goes, "This is my friend Andrew." She goes, "I'm sure you did some charity work too." <laughs> Well, thank you all for reminiscing. Uh, that was good times, man. Uh, Not as much as cool as this video of this kid doing a flip, but. I feel like I know you guys a little better now. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Boston, Massachusetts. A 24-year-old man was really interested in the psyche of a tiger, so he broke into the zoo, climbed several fences, and got in the enclosure with the tiger. Crazy, man. Luckily, the tiger was in his cage and just growled at him, so he Luckily couldn't reach The tiger reason. didn't kill him and eat him and mm-hmm. share all of his body parts with his friends that are also tigers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's no joke. Those animals are so big and so strong. It's like us grabbing a marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Oh, good comparison. Hmm. I mean, you just peel it off. We're big and strong and didn't eat it. Yeah, we're nothing. And I can share a place with all of you guys. Yeah, the marshmallow all... stands no chance. That guy. What, what happens to someone who gets in an animal cage? Uh, he gets arrested for trespassing, and he's probably going to be banned from the zoo. Uh, so yeah. nothing really. <laughs> Slap on the wrist. I mean, the real penalty would have been, Rawr. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. Kelsey Ballerini was on today. It was awesome. It's on the podcast. We had a very, very long, in-depth discussion, so go check it out. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go to number three. Number three. A woman named Stella was on her way to work in downtown Miami when she noticed a couple on the side of the road, and then she pulled over to see if she could help. She realized the woman was in labor, so she called 911, and the operator coached Stella, and she delivered the baby. Oh, that's crazy. She was pulling over to maybe help him fix a flat. (laughs) Then she delivered a baby. Uh. That's crazy. Number two. Well, this may be the best Starbucks story I've ever heard. Emily was working her regular shift at Starbucks as a drive-thru barista when her mother pulled in to place her order. She then used her order to tell Emily that her 13-year-old sister had beaten cancer and was pronounced cancer-free. Here's a clip of the mom's order and Emily's reaction. Can I get a grande latte and one pump of car tea and 100% cancer-free, please? Actually, really? You're making me cry at work. Are you serious? That's awesome. (laughs) That's cute. That's awesome. Number one. A 108-year-old woman credits her long life to having a glass of red wine every day. Julia Iverson was born in 1914. She lived through two world wars. The Spanish flu has tested positive for COVID twice. She loves a glass of red wine every day, sometimes at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> the thing about these stories I is I don't, okay. probably it's some decent decisions, good genetics, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but well, she also has a glass of red wine. You know, I don't think the, it's like, uh, what's your, why do you live so long? 17 cigarettes and eight Mountain Dews. <laughs> she may reach yes, 110 genetics. if she didn't have that 7.30 a.m. one. 
Dang. Is that too early to drink wine, Amy? I mean, she must not have, well, she's not driving. Or no, I just anything. mean the taste of wine. I don't like cert, I don't like hamburger with mustard at 7.30 Yeah, I morning. would not want it at 7 a.m. No, I want like coffee and things that I, I don't know. I mean, for her, if that's what she's used to, I guess she could label it as juice and people have mm, morning juice <laughs> in the morning. Her morning spicy juice. <laughs> yeah. That was the Good News Countdown. Hope you have a lovely rest of the day. Bye, everybody. Get your bobby balls on. 